All right, we're back. I have no idea what episode it is, but here we are. We're in the 20s. Yep. So I think when Andrew was like here, he's like, what episode are you guys on? Like seven? And I'm like, oh, like 20 something. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we kind of did a, a full like rebrand, not a full rebrand, but we did a partial rebrand. So some of these, you know, we're probably in like the teens of like these kind of episodes. But Yep. Just to sit down and chat. But yes. And so go ahead. Oh, okay. Are you gonna lead it? You're gonna lead us in. And you're gonna be really good about it. And I just step on your toes. No, we. I mean, it's totally fine. <laughs> so a couple episodes ago, speaking of Jordan and I, decided to go into this passive income challenge. We had a whole podcast about how entrepreneurs can make passive income. Declan suggested on LinkedIn that we donate blood as passive income. I didn't see that. That's <laughs> so that's an option. And uh, Jordan and I each sort of undertook an initiative. His being stock video, and mine being the download of digital assets. Uh, as a way to create passive income and we're going to do like whole video challenge like we did with tiktok which is really fun uh and we just wanted to give a little update on that because i think we're both sort of at a, a spot where we've done some things we're definitely not done but we've done something so yeah we'll update on that quickly i think and we've talked about this is going to be longer than we anticipated mm-hmm. just because it's there's more that goes into it um but spoiler alert, I've made zero dollars. Mm, same. But I have put time into it. It's not like the TikTok challenge where I put it off to the very last minute. <laughs> um, so basically what I've done is I went through my hard drives and looked at, you know, all the clips, not all the clips, but most of the the videos and clips where I knew there was some good footage, whether it was drone footage of Minneapolis, uh, footage of a lake, whatever it is. I think I pulled 30 clips and uploaded it to black box global and if you haven't heard of that basically what it does is you upload it to their servers and they dish it out to a bunch of stock video platforms and then you get direct revenue from that back to black box then they take a cut that's how they make money but um you can't really see how many people have viewed it ever there's no metrics for that it's that's one thing where i, I get it's annoying it's really annoying and you can't i can't even really see where they post it but it says it's posted like there's a little indication that says posted on multiple platforms oh have you ever tried to go back and find it i have and i feel like i did because i tried this like beginning of last year okay and i feel like i found the location of like it showed exactly which websites it uploaded to but for the life of me i can't find it right now um but i've made zero dollars and i have no idea which ones are doing bad or good on views but I don't know. I got to start actually shooting some stock video mm. for the intention of it being stock video. And I have some ideas behind that. So I need to do that probably this week. And then I got to film a bunch of stuff, but yeah, I don't know. That's my update. Got it. Very interesting. I mean, it's nice that you have stuff out there. I mean, mm-hmm. that's sort of the first step. I'm literally in the same spot as you where I sort of did the preliminary work of putting stuff out there and like fingers crossed that I would just get lucky. But now I'm to the point where I actually have to, maybe do a little bit some more intentional work. So to give everybody a quick update on what I was going to do, um, I was going to create like maybe graphic packages, like just templates. My first idea was I have this uh, tweet theme template that can work on Instagram that I used for five star football uh, previously. And so I ended up exporting a light version and a dark version of that template. Uh, and then I was going to post content about our Instagram and then drive them to an external website to download the, download the templates. Uh, to hopefully make money, obviously. Are those Photoshop files? They're Photoshop files, yes. So I my first problem was I didn't have a interface to create like a storefront or anything because my 
portfolio slash website is on Adobe and they don't have any capabilities like that. So I had to get kind of creative, which I kind of liked the solution that I came up with, which was I created a Google form where I have, I collect people's emails. So spoiler alert, I don't know if I'll be making any money during this challenge, but it's just sort of a proof of concept anyway. Yep. So I have a, a Google form where I collect their emails, which I can probably use for something down the line. Uh, and then it takes them to a completion page. And on that completion page, there's a link to a public Google drive folder where they can go to the Google drive folder and then they can download the stuff. Okay. There. You know, so it's, there's like one, there's one gatekeeper, which is just their email. And then they get yep. to the Google drive folder and they can download it there, which is a pretty like scalable way to do it. Cause I can just create new Google drive folders or just put new stuff into that Google drive folder mm-hmm. and it automatically updates, which is pretty nice. Uh, and then I created some, I created four posts for Pinterest created a Pinterest account, brand new. And then created four posts for Pinterest, two videos and two uh, stills. And I posted that and put the links on there and just kind of like put it out there and like maybe something will happen. Nothing happened, obviously. Uh, so now I have to decide how I want to drive traffic to those uh, Pinterest posts. I hope that the, there's a, a promotion that's going on where if you spend $10 on Pinterest ads, you get $60 of credit. Ooh. So maybe I'll just put in 10 bucks for Pinterest ads and then 60 bucks of credit will kick in and then I can like drive some traffic that way uh, to try to get downloads, but we'll see. And I learned in my, in the course of my uh, research that Pinterest is classified, not so much as a social media platform, but more as a visual search platform. So I try to focus on keywords and stuff like that, yep. you know, because whatever. So I, I, I don't know. I'm very new to the platform, so it, it, it'd probably be a learning process. But maybe with some ads, I can get the ball rolling a little bit because it just has to be hard to start at zero uh, and then yeah. try to get any sort of momentum. So maybe the ads will get the ball rolling a little bit and we can achieve some results that way. And I feel like Pinterest isn't as straightforward as, you know, like an Instagram or LinkedIn where it's post more, post often, you know, post good stuff. I mean, that's probably, you know, good across any platform, yeah. but... I feel like Pinterest is something where you do need to focus more heavily on keywords, um, visual. I don't know. I don't it's, know either. It's super interesting to me. That's why I did pictures and like still images just to kind of see if there was a something or another there. And it, it wasn't like any of my graphics were supremely aesthetic or anything. I don't even know if any of that stuff matters. So I was just testing it out. Same as you just kind of threw some stuff out there to say I did something and now I got to probably try again. Well, it's funny too. Cause I think about, what I use Pinterest for, cause I do use it a lot. And it's like, if I'm doing a, a new project, say it's a product shoot for a water bottle, I'll go on Pinterest and type in water bottle project product shoot. And I'll start pinning and saving all mm-hmm. of these shots that I like, all these cool visuals. And then that gives me something to go back into when it's time to either storyboard or come up with some for sure. know, shot list. And that's, I mean, I use it all the time, almost every project actually. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, and I, I guess that is interesting because then there's almost a couple levels of like, you know, maybe people, I, I think I can see this in my analytics and I'm pretty sure it's zero at this point, but people like maybe would just be pinning those graphics as graphics that they like without even realizing that they link out to a free download. So maybe there's like this whole thing like, oh, out of the out of all the people that see it, only 10% will pin it to their board and out of those 10%, only 5% will even download anything. Right. So it's probably a little, really low number, but that's just a little update we're yeah. at. I don't know. I think by the end of this, I could make a tiny fraction mm-hmm. of a dollar. I don't know. But because every, I mean, the research that I've done is people will be like when they make, and I think I mentioned it when we originally talked about this, they're making tens of thousands of dollars a month. 
but they're posting like 50 clips a day. Like they're just crazy religiously yeah. stock video posting. So, and you know, the people that I see on YouTube and stuff that they're making like five bucks in all, it's like, they're doing what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. But even just to see that, that'll give you an extra push to be like, maybe let's take one day a week and just crank out a bunch of stock video for sure. Just for the opportunity that it could happen in the future where I don't know, one of the clips blows up, but I don't know. This is this is just fun. You never exciting. Know. It's fun. It's something to push ourselves a little yep. bit. Get out of our, get out of our comfort zones. Speaking of, I think this kind of falls into the passive income category. Maybe a little out of our comfort zone category. It's chronicled, at least in some to some extent, that I started a new account called Miked Up Players, uh, which I started from scratch. The cool part of the account to start was I started it from zero and then grew it to like ten thousand followers in under a month, and now I'm at like twenty six thousand followers or something like that. One of the better growth rates on any accounts that I run, even Five Star Football, which has 130,000 followers, mic'd up players often gains more in a day than Five Star does, which is cool. So it's like an underserved niche, and I recognize that and made the account, whatever. And I was interested, put this in a LinkedIn post if you guys are curious about reading about it. Uh, I was interested in how this might play on YouTube. I know the YouTube space in terms of like mic'd up video clips was a little bit more saturated. I mean, that's where I got all of the content for my Instagram videos was just cutting up YouTube compilations and the NFL every single week comes out with Mm -hmm. their own piece of content uh, surrounding like players that they mic'd up the past week. So I I wanted to know if that same sort of success basically could, could I carry it over to YouTube? And so I paid one at Upwork first time I ever used Upwork, which is pretty slick actually one at Upwork, put out a, some put out a contract for YouTube compilation videos uh, had a ton of responses. That's back. how you did that. I was wondering. Yeah. yeah. But, okay. Got a ton of like, I probably got 50 people back mm-hmm. and I, I set the price like really, really low to like what I wanted to pay for it. And a lot of these people are overseas. The guy ended up hiring lives in Pakistan, which is fine. They all speak. They're like, there wasn't, I, there was no communication barrier. Yeah. Um, a lot of them have examples to work that they've done. So like I could see is, does this person even like, I'm sure a lot of people go on there just like, hoping to get paid for something and maybe not have ever done anything before this guy had done like YouTube videos in the past and knew how to do transitions. And I saw like, I vetted him in the chat function a little bit. Uh, and then we were even able to agree on like 15 bucks for two videos. And so pretty good deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it wasn't like any of my own money I was spending cause I was making money on five stars. So I'm like, I'll just put 15 bucks of that right. a month back in and, and pump out a couple of videos. So I did that twice, got four total videos. Uh, and was posting them sort of every other week. I was making my own thumbnails, just going off of some best practice uh, for thumbnails. And Great thumbnails, by the way. Thanks. I it's, do like those. It's a lot of fun to yep. make. Like th- making a a clickable thumbnail, yeah. thumbnail is a lot of fun, and the science behind it is outrageous. Mm-hmm. And you kind of like, even the thumbnails that I have now, I look back and I'm like, oh, those are bad for this reason, this reason, and this reason. So like, it's kind of an, an addicting process because mm-hmm. it also doesn't take a ton of skill to do. Uh, and so I posted four videos and I was really going to try to like promote hard through five star and through mic'd up like, Hey, go to my YouTube channel. And like between these two accounts, they had over a hundred thousand followers. And I'm like, if even 10% of the people go and subscribe, it's like a thousand, you know, 10,000, whatever it is. I don't dump bad at math apparently, but yeah, I'm like, it's pretty good chance that these videos are going to do well. Like I already have a pretty big audience. Pretty stoked about it. Posted all four of the videos. None of them got over a couple hundred views and I was at like 20 subscribers and I'm like, that blows. Like what a waste of $30. What a waste of time. You know, I'm doing all this research about how to 
keyword YouTube videos and setting up the YouTube channel, like all this stuff. I'm like, that sucks. And so I put this Upworker sort of on the back burner. He did great work. It's nothing to his fault. I just, I thought this project flopped and I didn't want to put a whole lot more work into it. I'm like, that sucks. So I don't check on that YouTube channel for probably a month, a month and a half. And like literally three weeks ago, I decided to go just check on my YouTube channel for like some reason. I was probably sitting bored in class and I'm like, oh, I'll just check, see how it is. And I have like 400 subscribers and I'm like, what? And I look and one of my videos has like 80 or 70,000 views or something like that. And I'm like, are you kidding me? It's a video posted like two months ago. Yeah. I, I posted the video in like early September and it happens to have 70,000 views. And of course, all my other videos are sort of like bolstered by it too. I'm like, that's crazy. So I quickly get another video made and I put it out. And that one right now, both of them, as as we speak, both have like a quarter of a million views each. They have like over 200,000 views. And so this video did really well too. I just made a part two to the video that did really well in part one. And now I have like 1,400 subscribers in the course of like less than two weeks. And I have like two and a half million minutes of watch time or something That's awesome. crazy like that. And I just got approved for like YouTube monetization. Although a lot of my videos are copyright claimed because they're just like clips from. Yeah. So that's like, that's, that's my next part. That's my next challenge is how to make a compilation video without getting copyright claimed. Yeah. One, one of the videos for some reason isn't copyright claimed, but then all the other four are copyright claimed. So I have no idea what, why that is. You can, so I'm pr- pretty sure, but when you like get a copyright claim, you can go to details and it'll show you like the clip where. Yeah, it pull is. It. Have you looked at that? Is it just. Yeah. And then thing? usually it just says the entire video okay like yeah. <laughs> like well it's a little confusing and i think maybe i confuse youtube too because i youtube does have a nice feature for those of you who don't know where when it's copyright claimed you can go in and it'll say like this 30 second clip and this 30 second clip is copyright claimed and i'll do that and it'll say like a, a 30 second clip but then when i click like trim out segment it tries to clip, trim out like the whole video basically uh, and i'm like oh so you just must mean the whole video is copyright claimed yep. and which makes sense i don't know I, there's other ways to monetize on youtube i suppose but it was just kind of a crazy like last two and a half weeks of holy shit. This is this YouTube channel is, is kind of blowing up. And so I've, I've learned a lot about YouTube in the past two weeks and it is known to be one of the better passive income sources because yeah. theoretically, you know, these videos can kind of keep earning and I'm sure these videos probably have a bit of a shorter shelf life, but even not, I mean like NFL compilations, I mean, there's not really a timeliness to them. No, you know, you know what I mean? Nope. So who, who knows? Maybe this could end up working out for me. Do you have a TikTok for yeah. mic'd up? I just actually, so I had the five-star TikTok, which had like 80,000 followers and losing, so losing followers yep. that I created like two summers ago. Yep. And I actually like just this week cre- changed all the branding to mic'd up TikTok okay. because I've been posting that because I mean, for me, my biggest issue was I didn't want, I didn't have the time to create content for a whole new platform, but yep. for mic'd up, like once a, once a day, so I'll post like 14 times a week. So twice a day. And once one at times of those days, I'll go in and manually post a reel, which have luckily have the same dimensions as a TikTok. Yep. So I thought, well, it's th- like a couple times a week. I can just go on TikTok and upload like three of those reels and then put them on TikTok and hopefully have that. Yeah. Blow up too. Cause th- the reason I ask is cause I saw mic'd up players on my for you page. I screenshot it and I totally forgot to text you. Actually mic'd up players like the real one, like my account, your account. Oh, and I, I'm Fun. assuming now it's because maybe because I've engaged with the five star account, but I don't, I don't know. know. Maybe. And maybe it's not. But it was it was funny because I 
saw it pop up and i'm like that looks like tyler's template mm-hmm. first and then i looked and it said mic'd up players and i'm like oh that's his logo clicked into it and i saw it had however many yeah. thousand followers i'm like that's awesome well but, there's a lot of drama in the mic'd up uh, yep. Instagram community about whose template is whose. And so I do not, I would not like to claim not that template, template as mine because it is definitely not my template. And guess what? All you high school motherfuckers, it's not your template either. Okay. It's nope. nobody invited, nobody invented putting a video on a white background and then putting text over it. Nobody invented it. So it's not your template. It's not my template. It's all of our, t- that's, that's a whole nother thing. But um, I've also learned recently that like literally half of the accounts that like five star follows that are like pretty good football team accounts, like all these kids live in Minneapolis for some reason. Like literally, that's hilarious. four or five of them live in Minneapolis, including the guy that runs the other big mic'd up football. Oh, that's right. He runs mic'd up football. Yeah. Yeah. We beefed. And then he sold his account to another kid in Minneapolis that we beefed for a little while, but now we're cool. And he asked me if I wanted to smoke weed with him or play basketball. Did you him. take him up on the offer? <laughs> Not yet. He's like, he told me that he, uh, sometimes I hope he, I don't even know what his name is. And I'm, I hope he listened to this, but he said, uh, sometimes he just likes to burn and look at content. And I said, that's not how I look. <laughs> like, <laughs> respect, dude. That's hilarious. <laughs> that's uh, wow. He really lives the lifestyle. So, yeah, maybe I'll maybe I'll make a little mafia of like football yeah. themed. On, like, honestly, there's like five. I think there's like four or five, including me. Like kids that are, and I don't, I don't even know if they're all kids. I think they're around my age. Like one of them goes to the U. One of them's like 20 or something. Like this is around my age, and uh, they all have like these huge theme pages. He's like, we should work together. I'm like, I don't, I don't know how we're gonna work together. Yeah, but it's cool that we'll we're just all be friends. We're and cool then. in all Minneapolis. <laughs> it's cool that we're all in Minneapolis. Whatever. That's so, funny that's, though. That's kind of the whole story about YouTube. So I, I, I've been learning a lot about YouTube recently. Yeah. I really. So I mean, I consume a lot of YouTube. Me too. It's like, like it's, I, it's every night and every time I work out, I'm watching YouTube. Same. Whether it's I'm trying to learn stuff or be entertained, and it's something that like I want to do in my future, whether it's just posting a video a week or just posting BTS videos, just for that benefit of having one video that, you know, spikes and can boost your subscribers. And then you can start making some passive income. Yeah. And I don't know what that's going to look like in the future because I don't see myself being like a, a filmmaker vlogger type Peter McKinnon, Casey Neistat style, but like just kind of documenting projects I'm on, like, my journey whatever it is that's something i could see myself doing but i have heard it's just it's so much work too yeah. like you almost have to be like ready to go full-time youtube whatever well not unless you pay some kid 15 bucks for two videos yes. in pakistan then yep. it's not a lot of work. very true then it's only 15 dollars. but th- that is an important point about sort of the discrepancy about surrounding what you and i are talking about i've been really into this idea recently uh, i'm going to call it niche hacking right now although that seems really cheesy and dumb but this idea of what i do with mic'd up and i've only ever done it with mic'd up so it's probably maybe not replicable but the fact that i just sort of identified a, a, a trend and you know mic'd up and this wasn't even like it's not even like i looked at like market data or anything i was just like oh i liked when on sunday night football they played videos of players that were mic'd up and i looked at different accounts and there was literally one account that had like ten thousand followers that was mic'd up football and i'm like oh there's like no accounts in a very saturated Instagram is so saturated with a million different theme pages. Like mm-hmm. you start with, I do football, like so saturated that this little mic'd up niche wasn't being filled. And I'm like, Oh, that's weird. And proof of concept, mic'd up players exploded and people love that kind of content. And I tried to apply the same thing to YouTube and it took a little bit longer, but it worked on YouTube too. So it's like, it, it's almost like looking at 
what sort of niche and I, the issue now is that there's so many like you can't just do football anymore right yeah because there's a million so it has to be like mic'd up football that's really like a, targeted a and, sub yeah. niche so same thing for you i don't know what it's going to be but it's right it, it, it's something like it, it, it can't just be photography videographer like you can't just yep. be photographer videographer exactly. anymore you can't that's just, that's that space is filled you, but what yeah. can you sub niche into yep that makes it work you need something that's unique and it's going to stand out and that's why people are like blown up on tiktok for these weird reasons like the two dudes that do the same dance over and over at different locations like mm-hmm. that's what they do now on tiktok and they have millions of followers and they're making a bunch of money just doing that like that's super niche down and super weird but that's what people need to do if they want to you know succeed on those platforms you just I, gotta you gotta be different i actually think TikTok is maybe the way to go if you're trying to get yeah. into that space because it's it's a very scalable early on way to get attention for video mm-hmm. and then that can easily be transitioned into youtube and i don't think there's a lot of niches that are being filled right now on you know because i if i had more time i would 100 percent make a football theme page tiktok yeah i mean that's that's a pretty underserved niche right now there are people that are doing it but it's like pretty underserved right not now. not good yeah right and there's like a million like i was thinking I, i've only seen one guy do it but you could do different because i love sort of like video essay style youtube videos where they do like different breakdowns there's a bunch of people that do them specifically for sports they do them for like tv shows movies like they're like it's so saturated on youtube right now but nobody's doing that on on tiktok yeah like it, it different you know maybe think about trying to adapt styles of videos like commentary videos video essay style videos, gaming videos, compilation videos, whatever it may be that do well on YouTube already and try to see how you can do that on TikTok. Because then once you grow the audience on TikTok, then you can jump over to YouTube and already have a solid head start. That's a great point. And everybody else is trying to do it. So like yeah. I don't know for you what that what that what that niche like, is, yeah. but on TikTok it, it can probably be a little bit broader of a niche. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, I never really thought of it that way, but that's something I'll probably do. You know, cuz like how many I guess there are probably quite a few like entrepreneur types on on TikTok. Like there there have to be, but yeah, I do see them a lot. Yeah, I don't see them a ton, but I'm just assuming there has to be a, yeah. a, a ton. But like, what if? Not that you want to pigeonhole yourself into this, but like if you were like real estate videography guy, like I'm sure that's not fulfilled right yeah. now. Or if you were, if you were like the if you were, I'm not going to compare you to Ty Rogers, but if you were like the sports yep. videography guy on TikTok, I'm sure that's pretty underserved. Yeah, you, you know what I mean. And then all of a sudden you can transition that over over to youtube that's a good point this little brainstorming sesh yeah this is i mean they turn into that but i like it um but yeah i mean everything we talked about is just i guess i don't think you know when we started talking about youtube i don't think we intended it to turn into a passive income you know conversation again but that's what it's turned into and that's i mean what we have to do as freelancers just find ways to you know if you're because freelancing isn't always a permanent gig. You can't always land, you know, right. the best retainer clients. Be down so, yeah. I mean, and talk about great like inbound marketing. If you were if you were to somehow become the sort of pseudo authority on sports videography and all of a sudden now people are looking for sports videographers to hire, you have a platform to one leverage to get into business opportunities, but then also there's people that are going to come to you because they see you as the you know when they sport, search sports videography on instagram you're the first channel to, or on youtube you're the first channel to come up for sure so i don't know we talked about big ideas here and <laughs> maybe that's a little down the line but you know hey we'll see it's good it's a great I like it. to come full circle to our first episode that we recorded today it's a great way to circle back and you now have archived that idea 
And if you ever uh, are short on things to do, you can come back to episode 20 something of Swipe Up Podcast and yep. remember that you said that you wanted to light a fire under my butt. Yep. Okay. I think that's it. That's it. We have to have a, a real business. <laughs> we have to have a meeting. We now. have to do real work. Real work now. And that's all. We wish you all a happy Thanksgiving. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. I don't really know when this is going to be released. So, yeah, it'll probably two be two weeks. It'll be week. It was just Thanksgiving. Hope you had a wonderful Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. Ate a and lot sorry, last week we didn't wish you a happy Thanksgiving. Yep. <laughs> we forgot about that. Uh, go follow us on LinkedIn. Tyler M. Webb, Jordan Lindell on Instagram. Swipe up podcast underscore. And if you have any like topic suggestions, guest suggestions, mm. just DM us. That would be helpful. Uh, other than that, take care. Thank you guys so much for listening.